0: everyone welcome back to the broncos podcast network and youtube for the latest episode of broncos now as always i'm your host sydney jones and coming up on today's episode we'll hear from head coach sean payton quarterback russell wilson and safety justin simmons plus we'll take a look at today's injury report all that and more coming up Broncos are back on the practice field today as they've shifted their focus to host the Kansas City Chiefs Adam Powerfield at Mile High this Sunday. This will be the second time these two teams meet in the past three weeks and head coach Sean Payton was asked whether or not he likes the schedule.
1: I don't really think about it. It, it kind of falls into that category of, you know, focused on the stuff you can control and you know, when the schedule comes out, there's things I look at, you know, away games, Time changes next week. What time of the year? That kind of thing. by week, but um, but I, I think I I think it's happened to me a few times. You know, where we had a, an opponent twice in three weeks. Um, I can't recall how many times, but not much.
0: Quarterback Russell Wilson was also asked about it, and he talked about the challenge of playing the Chiefs' defense twice in such a short amount of time.
1: Yeah, their defense is playing really good football. I mean, they've, they've been playing some of their best football they've played on defense. Um, they got a lot of good, good guys up front. they got uh, good linebackers, they got good secondary. They do a lot of great things. They're coached extremely well. They've been in the system for a while, too. Um, you can definitely tell that. Um, <clears throat> you know, they make a lot of good plays. So I think the biggest thing for us is staying on schedule, you know, keep, keeping – uh, making it, you know, second and five, and not, you know, second and long, you know, and uh, third and longs. You know, staying on schedule. And then when we
2: get down the red zone, we got we got to capitalize.
0: Plus, safety Justin Simmons talked about how he prepares to face Patrick Mahomes and the challenge that Travis Kelsey presents.
2: I always look at it from a from an overall defensive standpoint. And while there has been, you know, some success here or there, I ultimately measure it by if we won or if we lost. And not to sound. Uh, like, you know, I'm beating a drum when I'm up here talking. But I, I do – that is that is how I view it. And so when I go in and I'm looking at the film and I'm watching what we did last week and I'm watching, you know, how the, the, the KC offense prepares for, you know, other teams that they're playing, um, you know, I like to look at, at situationally what set those teams up to win or what set those teams up to lose. And, um, you know, once again, I'll go back to – I'll go back to last – Uh, The last time we uh, played them, you know, in Arrowhead on on that Thursday night game, you know, offense goes down and score. Uh, We make it a one possession game, 16 to eight. And uh, if we get a three and out, you know, we have an opportunity to give our offense the ball back and um, go down to tie the game. And then, uh, you know, anything's up at that point in time. But we weren't able to do that. Gave up a field goal there at the end. um, And you know this score is 19-8 in the game. So so those are the things like you know a lot of people are going to talk about you know what you held him to and and this that and the other but that's the thing that I watch and I look at and I'm like man like we do all that and you get to that last you know that last possession um for better lack of a term and and we got to find ways to win that. I just think it's his I, I, it's obviously his ability uh, physically is 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 special but I, I honestly think the number one thing is uh, just his knowledge of the game and what the defense is running. And um, he always finds the soft zones in the zones, and he's always able to uh, find his way open, um, honestly. That's that's what it looks like. Um, that's what it feels like when you're playing against him. Um, and Mahomes does a great job of buying enough time uh, for him to find those spaces. And so we just got to do a good job of, like I said, communicating is always number one, finding where he's at. Um, you know, if the, if the defense calls for it, um, you know getting hands on him putting the putting the right eyes you know to him when we need to um, and then we just got to do a good job with our rush as well you know containing the homes making sure he doesn't buy extra time and uh, we just got to be all 11 have to be on board when you're playing a team like KC, and uh, we will be on Sunday.
0: Broncos have lost 16 straight games to the Chiefs and both Russell Wilson and Safety Justice Simmons talked today about what it would mean to break that streak on Sunday.
1: Yeah it matters you know matters it matters to Go out for the season number one um, to, to to play, you know, to win this game. We obviously won last week. We want to keep the momentum. That matters a lot. Um, momentum. Um, <clears throat> that that feeling of winning the locker room. There's nothing. There's nothing better. I mean, just for our fans too, and the, and the crowd, and just what it means to you know to everybody uh, in, in this city. Uh, just winning in general, and then also to obviously to um, you know be able to pull this game off and be able to get a win against the chiefs which uh, definitely matters a lot
2: yeah i mean it's frustrating but uh it's a new team it's a new year um right now we, we lost to him one time you know it's 2023 and uh we got to find a way to get a win at home
0: now as the broncos are coming off their second win of the season russell wilson did talk about what it takes to win and what this team learned on sunday versus the packers
2: well i think there's a lot of things to
1: winning number, number one you got to have great practice habits. We ha- we have those. I think we have great practice habits. That's the first thing. I think the second thing is is that, um, <clears throat> you know, you got to go out and every week and know know the plan really well. Execute the plan really well. I, I think that we do a really good job of that for the most part. I think though um, the third part of it though is is, is that, that relentless belief, and relentless you know just uh, swagger, you know, and and uh, you know edge. You know, when the game's on the line and it's, you don't blink, you don't waver, you just, you just know, you know. And I think that um, we've had a couple moments this year where we feel like that. Um, obviously, the Chicago game was definitely one of them, even though we were down. We came back. We, it showed great belief. It showed great tenacity. It showed great relentless nature. I mean, there's some other games in there that we've, we, we've done that, but, you know, it's just ball didn't, maybe, maybe didn't go our way that night. Um, but I think that the thing is, is that we're all learning together. And the great thing is about it is we, we want to we stay like this. We want to keep growing. We want to keep evolving. We want to keep believing in what we're doing and how we're doing it and how we're being coached. And we're definitely being coached at a, you know, in, in a great way. Um, We've got great players in that locker room. We got great men. And uh, I think it takes high character, too. It takes a lot of me- you know, mental fortitude um, you know, to, to, be, to be down a little bit, to have some adversity and know that it's, it's only temporary and we're going to get through it.
0: Now it's time to take a look at today's injury report. Running back Dwayne Washington did not participate in today's practice. Safety Justin Simmons was limited, and outside linebacker Baron Browning was a full participant. Now, joining me here inside the Broncos podcast studio is Broncos lead writer Eric Delale. Eric, thanks for joining me on the show.
3: Yeah, Wednesday. I'm all I know, confused here. Not your
0: typical day.
3: What'd you do with Phil?
0: Nothing. He's going to fill in on Friday. We're just doing okay. a little switcheroo.
3: Got it. I see.
0: Well, Eric, looking at today's news, um, it seems like the main topic of conversation today was about, you know, having to play the Chiefs twice in three weeks. But it seems like the overall consensus is everyone's okay with it. They they like it.
3: Yeah, I think so. I mean, uh, one of those things that Sean Payton mentioned, it's kind of beyond your control and you don't want to worry about or waste time on things you can't control. I think that in some ways it gives you, you know, a lot of the times you look at, division opponents when they play each other ones early in the season, ones later and mm-hmm. coaches and, and players always say, well, it's like a completely different opponent because right. they're playing at a different level and there's different guys in there. And I think the the nice thing for the Broncos is that this is essentially the same chiefs team, give or take a couple players here or there. Same right. for the Broncos that they saw just two weeks ago and mm-hmm. um, obviously weren't able to come out with the win, but I, they did some good things, had some success in the red zone defensively that yeah. you hope they can keep up. And then, Uh, Sean Payton talked after that game, hey, I didn't really like my plan from an offensive standpoint, right? And so Mm -hmm. this gives them a chance just two weeks removed to go back and kind of shift that plan, adjust that plan to make it better, be more effective offensively. And so I think there are some benefits to playing them so quickly. And listen, when when you're playing the defending Super Bowl champions, I'm not sure there's ever a great time Time to to play play. them. I mean, it's always going to be a tough game, but I think – Coming off a win, going into a bye next week, having just seen them and being familiar with what they do. You know, Josie Jewell on Monday, I think he said, I can I already remember some yeah. of the concepts they were running, and uh, he hadn't even started the game plan element mm-hmm. yet. So I think that maybe that can be a uh, advantage for the Broncos. But you look at the other side of the Chiefs, same way. It's going to be fresh in both teams' mm-hmm. minds, and uh, we'll have to see how that how that plays out on Sunday and how it has an impact.
0: Well, while it's also fresh in our minds, Eric, looking back at that last game, I know you mentioned the offense specifically. What adjustments do you hope to see that unit make on Sunday?
3: Yeah, you know, Russell Wilson talked a little bit about um, avoiding some of the batted balls that impacted this team in that game, avoiding turnovers. We've seen the Broncos have success when they can avoid giveaways um mm-hmm. it's going to be difficult against this defense it's a good defense they're playing near the top like one of the top units in the league um you know, people are talking this might be the the best the Chiefs defense has played during this whole you know, multi-year stretch right. and for a team that's won
0: which is many, scary right, <laughs> as
3: many division titles in a row and in a couple of Super Bowls that's that's saying something yeah. so um it's going to be a challenge there I think you need to continue to run the football Sean Payton mm-hmm. talked about that how it worked well um and then of course the Broncos just need to convert on third downs put themselves in third manageable and then convert in the red zone into to touchdowns and it sounds like a lot right to, to get turned around but we've seen the Broncos do that several times this year and then um you've just gotta you've got to play at that high level I mean that's what it's going to take to beat a team like Kansas City Definitely. defensively I think Sid the, the key is you watched the Chargers give up some big plays last week and I think the key which Denver didn't really do they didn't really give up that that home run play. Um, in that Thursday night game. And I think it's got to be the same thing this week. Avoid giving up the 50 to 60 yard touchdown. Right. Keep them in front of you. Um, if they do drive into the red zone, just, you know, maybe you just try to break even in the red zone. So then instead of letting them score 28 to 35 points, you're somewhere in the low twenties and you give yourself a chance with good offense, good execution in the red zone to play your game. And mm-hmm. um, listen, again, it's not going to be easy. I asked Justin Simmons about kind of the, even when you think you've got them, like that, that what, there's 10, 11, 12 seconds left on the clock there yeah. at the end of the half of that Thursday night football game. Mm-hmm. Boom, they go and add three points, and that ends up being the difference. I and mean, who knows exactly how it plays, it plays out. out. But, it, right. but it ends up being a little bit of the difference in terms of, well, the Broncos now, after the Chiefs score their late field goal, they're down by, by too many points to get back in it. Whereas mm-hmm. if maybe you hold them without that field goal at the end of the first half, now you're still down eight, you still have a chance. And so right. that's the thing about this team is, We've seen it in playoff games. We've seen it in big games. Even when you think you've got them, they find a way to to get those yep. points, to make mm-hmm. those plays. And so every it's gonna, detail
0: matters. Every detail
3: yeah. ma- matters. Every point matters. Mm-hmm. Um, it's going to be a you got to have the full sixty minute effort here to beat these guys. Definitely.
0: We're going back to the offense real quick. Yeah. Eric, I, I know quarterback Russell Wilson. He talked today about this special connection that is developing with him and Cortland Sutton. And, and you know, looking at what their games the past couple weeks you know hope to see that duo kind of continue that here in first the Chiefs
3: yeah Cortland was great against yeah. the Packers and yeah, I was. think I said this um you know either right after the game or, or Monday when we were looking back at it they don't win that football game if Cortland Sutton doesn't play like that three catches for first downs on third down attempts mm-hmm. as the touchdown on another, on another third down had that long 33 yarder I mean he made big play after big play and you look at the stat sheet and 76 yards I mean it doesn't stand out as a remarkable game game. but he made big plays when it mattered and i think we've seen that from him certainly in the red zone he's been the team's top target five touchdown catches already after Mm -hmm. um, he had four combined from 2020 through 2022 and has five this year so uh, in again his career high six which he had back in that pro bowl season i would assume if all goes well Mm -hmm. that he's gonna fly past that exactly knock on wood (laughs) Um, but he's playing really good football right now. He's clearly got the trust of Russell Wilson, Um, and we've seen that for a long time, right? Right. You think back to the Colts game last Last year year. on that Mm -hmm. two-point conversion a couple other times. He's going to fire it into Cortland Sutton, the two-point conversion against Washington. He's going to fire it in there to Cortland Sutton, give him a chance to make a play. Um, These DBs in Kansas City, we heard the Broncos talk a couple weeks ago. They're physical. Can't let them get their hands on you. A guy like Cortland Sutton, who's a physical receiver himself, he probably uh, has a good chance to match up with those guys. Mm-hmm. And he'll need to have another good performance, I think, for the Broncos to find a way to win this football game. Yeah.
0: Well, Eric, I know you're tired of talking about it. I'm certainly tired of talking about it. But we have to address the streak here. 16 uh, straight losses to the Chiefs. But seems like everyone that was asked about it today, they're not really putting their energy towards that anymore.
3: Yeah. No, it's it's interesting because a few weeks ago, I feel like it was more of a storyline. And, and right. maybe if it this game was five, six weeks from now it would be. Mm
1: -hmm.
3: Um, I feel like this game is more about just getting a win, finding a way to go into the bye with two consecutive wins. And Justin Simmons, I think, had the right approach where I'm looking at it or he's looking at it as the Broncos have lost one game to the chiefs in 2023. And that's this iteration of the team. And can you find a way to get even there? And Mm -hmm. they beat you on their home turf. Can you do it here in Denver? Um, And, you know, guys, again, they still talk about the pride you've got to have and Russell Wilson, Did say hey ending the streak matters but I think it's more about can you find a way to get a win over a really good football team and prove to yourself that you can beat anybody in this league and that you um, Mm -hmm. essentially can change the tone of your season because if you go into the bye week three and five which is obviously not where you wanted to be but with two consecutive wins including one over the Chiefs and that streak split with the Chiefs for the year get your first first divisional win I think you'd feel really good with where you're at you know compared to a few weeks ago and then face the second half of the season when it arrives and you do all that. But this is about a, a chance where, man, the Broncos could get a really big win for this team mm-hmm. on Sunday. And I think change maybe the trajectory of the season. Yeah.
0: Eric, this last bit is kind of off topic, but I thought it was interesting. Head- sushi again? No, not sushi. Okay. Although I do love sushi. <laughs> it is about head coach Sean Payton though. You know, he spent a lot of his press conference day talking about advanced analytics and how that's really impacted how he, his play calling and even technology based on how he monitors players at practice too. really interesting stuff.
3: Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's, it shows you that Sean is kind of, you know, he's this old school coach yeah. in a lot of ways. And mm-hmm. he talks about that from the, the bill Parcells kind of mindset of, right. I think tough love and um, you know, hard practices and that sort of thing. But the way that he talks about mixing in analytics and advanced metrics and all this sort of stuff really made sense. And um, it's, You know, people think about that on fourth down and and two-point conversions, and that's what he talked about. But Mm -hmm. there's all sorts of stuff during the draft process. You know, how does this guy run? What is – you know, how are you able to use some of these numbers and and data to to build this – of, quote-unquote, perfect player, and right. then how do these prospects fit with that? Same with free agents. Yeah. Um, in practice, how are we monitoring how much guys are working? Mm-hmm. Um, he talks about offensive linemen doing little tiny laps so oh, that yeah? they could <laughs> meet their step goal during practice. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think it just shows that kind of how every coach has had to adapt to this and use it to their benefit, and certainly the Broncos are doing that with their analytics team. And um, I do think there's there's still that – intangible gut feel that you've got to use. And Sean Payton talked about that where he said, listen, you know, it it might be a a fourth down and I'm not going for it. And it might not be because 60% of the time you convert this or this number is here. It might be because my left tackle is getting beat all day, you know, referring back to a game he had when he coached the saints. And Mm -hmm. so there's still that human element. I think being able to marry those together gives you the best chance to win. And it, it is interesting to hear him talk about that and um, certainly something that he sounds passionate about yeah. and um,
0: not something the average fan really thinks about either
3: no I, you in know, terms I, of the game right I think again you think about it in those fourth down decisions right, right. You, you may not think about it from a practice standpoint mm-hmm. or keeping guys healthy or evaluating player profiles ahead of the draft or free yeah. agency and that's where maybe um, some of that information becomes even more valuable sure
0: well eric appreciate you joining the show today on a wednesday not your typical day but
3: I know i'll know i be i'll be uh sad and alone on friday we will
0: have you on the show on friday have to talk
3: to phil <laughs> well
0: appreciate you coming on you got it well that'll do it for today's episode of broncos now broncos country thanks so much for tuning in i'll meet you right back here on the broncos podcast network and youtube tomorrow for another episode i'll see you all then